This is a weekly conversation that we host every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 3 p.m. British Summer Time to take a closer look at the transits and the cosmic energy of the week ahead. So great day, royalty. I am Empress Lazuli. You are your empire, and my content is all about things chakras, tarot, and astrology. I am currently taking bookings for Divine Sessions, so just head over to my Instagram or my website, EmpressLazuli.com, to book a session with me. Hi, Nikki. How's it going? Grand Rising, everyone. What's up? I'm Nikki. I'm a technical and intuitive astrologer, and currently I'm offering one-on-one natal chart and other astrological readings as well as oracle card readings, and my Instagram and Twitter are both linked in my clubhouse bio, and you can find the link to book a reading with me, which is in the link tree of either of those bios. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. We're happy to have you. Thank y'all to all the people who show up every Sunday as well. Y'all know how it goes. We go through the transits of the week, um, and then we turn on hand raising at the end for people to be able to come on stage and share whether you have a ritual, some tea, you know, how the transits are impacting your life, anything that resonate um, resonated or any questions that you have. So you are welcome to join the stage at the end. But if you want to keep up with the conversation before the end, definitely use the hashtag in the room title. It's hashtag AstroTCH on Twitter, and we'll check it throughout the period of time and make sure we're reading y'all's comments about the things that we're saying. And then we'll open up hand raising for like a conversation at the end. Um, Also, please make sure you follow the club. um, If you want to get more notifications about when we open rooms or when we start doing other things on Clubhouse, definitely follow our club. And yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. It's a really interesting week. Um, We're going to get started with Monday, the 14th. And so we have Saturn right now, which is retrograde in Aquarius, it's going to be squaring Uranus and Taurus. So we talked about this a little bit in February. Um, Saturn was direct when this happened, but it coming back in retrograde to square Uranus and Taurus once again, we felt like would be a really great kind of reminder. I'm trying to think about where I was February 17th when this first happened and thinking about all the changes. And so to revisit this a little bit about this square, we have fixed air, right, with Aquarius and fixed earth with Taurus. They're being activated in this challenging way. And Aquarius is going to be squaring its natural ruler, right? So Uranus is its, the ruler of Aquarius and Saturn, which is in Aquarius, is going to be squaring Uranus, which is in Taurus. So this is going to be bringing up complex narratives about tradition and change. So Saturn is all about structure, stability, resistance, and it's in the sign of Aquarius, which is progressive and forward thinking. And so on top of that, Uranus is about transformative sudden changes and it being in Taurus is it's in a sign that's known to uphold tradition and structures of comfort and familiarity. So the first theme that this transit made me think about was, you know, family and familiarity. Things that are familiar to us were often taught to us by our families, but in what ways are we still allowing ourselves to be open-minded and willing to accept new narratives and information that will help us grow and evolve as people, right? A lot of our true core values that we hold near and dear to our person and how we even identify as a person really come from our family, but it's up to us, you know, in our own personal journey of, of ascendance and alignment to figure out what stays and what goes like that part is on us. 
And the second theme is that it's bringing up this like discomfort and friction, but that's often what's needed for us to really grow, right? So with this transit, you know, disagreements could definitely take place, but is it really worth it to go back and forth in arguments, right? Or to prioritize maintaining those boundaries that between people that just want to talk and those that are using their energy to act, right? Talking versus action. Um, and then lastly, it's also you can expect sudden debates or attacks from like lower vibrational energies, people that you thought you outgrew situations that you're like, nah, I did that, nah, I'm above that, right? It's coming back to act as like a test. And so this could attempt to pull your vibration down to their level, but understanding that as, as individuals who are trying to align with our highest purpose, we don't owe people an explanation of our actions. Instead, we owe ourselves the discipline to maintain our vision and protect our energy with the boundaries that we've set up and adjusting those accordingly. Um, even though we have fixed energy, it's having that that air energy to help us reconsider where we need boundaries um, in order to maintain our alignment to grow. So what does this transit look like in the tarot with uh, Saturn squaring Uranus again now that it's in uh, its retrograde? Grade. Um, actually, in Aquarius, squaring Uranus and Taurus, um, I really love what you said about it's on us to determine what stays and what goes. Um, and definitely that concept of traditions and what you need to release came up in the tarot. Um, in the tarot, this is the world and the star card squaring off with the four and the hierophant. So are you remaining in a situation that's not allowing you to express yourself in a way that would be more aligned with where you would like to go? Um, definitely ask yourself this question as this transit is happening tomorrow, right? We just had Mars enter into Leo from last week. Okay, we're in the last few degrees here of the sun being in Gemini. So you're getting those downloads. Ask yourself this question at this time, right? Are there opportunities available to you right now that require that leap of faith with this full card representing Uranus as a rite of passage, right? And to prove that you're actually committed because that's what it takes. A lot of times there's a leap of faith that is required for you to get to a next level. So is there that opportunity available to you and you're not taking it? definitely also reflect on these types of things in your life that are showing up. So this square that is happening is causing you to feel that rock in the hard place to begin bringing that diamond out into you, out of, of, out of you, right? So that pressure is causing you to make a decision. Of course, squares feel uncomfortable, but it's an opportunity for you to be able to reflect on what that pressure is trying to teach you, okay? So it's causing you, like I said, to feel that rock in a hard place, right? Bringing, bringing that diamond out in yourself so that you can shine like the star that you are. The star is representing Aquarius energy. Do you want to get more in the community? Do you, do you need to take this leap of faith because that means everything between you being able to share more information at a higher vibration, right? Receiving the downloads that you've been getting from spirit and actually sharing them with the collective, right? It's time to do that. It's been time, but there is some type of, you know, um, square that's going off in some aspect that may need a bit more work at this time, guys. So in whatever areas you know are meant to prove your commitment right now through some sort of change, Feel that tension of the square that's happening tomorrow on Monday and use it as a chance to start a new journey, even if it's unexpected to other people, right? With that Uranus energy. Um, that's what I'm seeing for um, in the tarot for the Monday transit. Really great way to kick off the week. But let's get into Tuesday.
<clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, with Tuesday, what you were saying uh, reminds me actually of a few transits that we have going on. Like the big key players are Leo energy, Gemini energy, and then we have the moon and Libra energy later in the week, which we'll talk about. But a lot of that is about being yourself and the information that you're receiving and the con conversations that you're having with people. So continuing with that theme, on Tuesday, June 15th, we have the moon in Leo is going to be sextiling both Mercury, which reminder is retrograde in Gemini, and the sun in Gemini. So this sextile between the moon in Leo and the sun in, and Mercury in Gemini, this is like the axis of drama and hyperbole, right? Exaggeration. Excuse me. Um, and there's definitely an inclination and ease that will influence us to perhaps only think of ourselves or to put ourselves before others in a way that is vain or maybe like insidious. You know what I mean? We may, may not be like, oh, you know, I'm just doing this for you. Oh, I'm just doing it. No, like what are your self-interested motivations and why aren't you being honest and up forth and transparent about what's in it for you, right? When you're having these conversations, when you're asking for these things, when you're saying these things, um, it's kind of a, a blindness or a priority for us to want to just, you know, get our way first. And so, uh, or pride may get in the way of having honest conversations with people. But what I, what was really sticking out to me with this transit is to be mindful of building your identity on information that is either hearsay, gossip, misleading, or is information that is not credible or reliable. And, you know, reliability and credibility have a pretty, like, general definition. Um, I don't necessarily mean it's, like, accredited, <laughs> you know what I mean, or from a, a white institution or a reputable institution, but understand where you're getting your information from. Like, that's a huge responsibility that we have in the age of information is to have discernment um, and responsibility with the information that we're consuming and the information that we're sharing. And when I say being mindful of building our identity around this information, thinking about what comprises your identity, right? Your beliefs, your actions, your choices, your values, your stances on different issues, understanding that you it's, it's dangerous to build your identity on information that you don't even really know where you're getting it from. Right or the truth that that ha that information has with this Gemini energy as Gemini is kind of like at least the Sun in Gemini it's on his way out. So sometimes we can be too prideful to admit to ourselves or other people that we were wrong, and it becomes easier to live with and put up with the lie. But Mercury, remember, Mercury is going to be going direct soon, so that's going to expose a lot of hidden truths. And with Cancer season approaching people are going to feel a way about being misled, lied to, deceived. So how can we honor ourselves by being seen as who we actually are, right? Nothing is more important than our truth. And when we lie, it's because we are placing someone else's reaction above our integrity and above our truth. So, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of um, information, especially in the news around current events, around the state of um, COVID, around the state of, you know, the world opening back up about uh, politicians, anything that we're getting and that we're building our identities and the people that we're surrounding ourselves and the, and the pages that we follow and the, you know, information that we read and consume, like how much of that is based on things that we truly are not understanding the truth, you know, and all the information. So just being careful about building our identity on things that we may not even have analyzed, you know, um, 
where it's really coming from. So that's what I have for now. I could say a lot more, but we'll get more into these similar kind of energies with different transits throughout the week. So what do you have um, when it comes to Tuesday? To display a secret strength that you may not typically display in a relationship because you see a doorway to end of cycle of communication possibly that no longer is serving you. So exactly what you just said, Nikki, about where asking yourself, where are you getting your information from, right? Um, also that part where you said admitting where we are wrong. Um, there's a lot of miscommunication that has been happening and with Mercury being in retrograde, uh, certain information, like you said, in politics, right? In our world, in society, may be coming out to confirm some information that you thought was correct that may turn out to have been incorrect. So are you willing to end that cycle of believing something that you now know to be you know, false? Are you gonna still stand on that stone even though now there's blatant information that you've been able to come across that proves that it's not correct? Are you gonna be that person really, right? And also while you were speaking, um, uh, what's that song? Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell with the barrel in your mouth. Like the barrel is like you feeling like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, stuff my mouth and say like, mama, ma, like talk, but not really say anything of substance. So I feel like at this time, if there's information that's coming across that you're finding out that speaks to some type of information that you may have known uh, or thought was the truth in the beginning, be willing to end that cycle of that lie that was maybe being told and speak up about it, okay? You may have been holding your tongue and allowing your thoughts to also be hidden in your mind, okay, with this moon and Leo transit. So uh, no more, right? Let yourself be heard. And the strength card in the tarot um, representing this Leo energy with the higher priestess, um, you have that balance of divine feminine and divine masculine. If that lion needs to roar, sometimes you need to speak up for yourself. And Mars is actually in Leo at this time. So if you feel that you need to take action and communicate it in a confident and bold way and sharing the new information that's actually the truth that you just found out, share it with others. Don't be timid, don't be scared because that's not going to be favorable in the eyes of the creator at this time. That's not the energy that we're currently in. It's time for you to take action and speaking up about what you know is right. So after the solar eclipse that we happened, um, that happened last week, this energy is really helping you to feel more confident in that rule, right? And manifesting new beginnings in relationships and partnerships that are more healthy and enjoyable, that are more in alignment with the communication and the information that you're finding out and actually wanting to tell the truth, right? Kind of not wanting to be in the energy of people that are willing to continually trick others, even though they know that they're giving a lie or sharing lies, right? There are people that move um, uh, out of integrity intentionally to get things like profit or deals, right? Monetarily, they'll work with the government, they'll work with society and do certain things. So are you going to be one of those people at this time that operate out of integrity or are you going to be someone that keeps silent even though you know the truth, right? that is kind of out of alignment with this energy that's happening specifically during this transit. So uh, ask yourself that question guys and really be one of those people that are moving forward um, with this revolution of truth and exposing you know, information that is going to help the collective move on and raise our vibration collectively.
All right. So let's move on to Wednesday. Uh, you know what that made me think of? Um, just in general with Mars and, and Leo right now, it's all about like willpower. It reminds me of, you know, when you're at the club and the music's playing mad loud, everybody's singing, and then all of, a, all of a sudden the music stops and you're just singing mad loud and everyone can hear you and you're like, oh, <laughs> like it reminds me of having strength of will you know and the importance of willpower and the importance to be seen in a light that even is negative if you feel like it's something that you believe in like you spoke about integrity and I think right now you know we're seeing the world want to pull our integrity in so many different directions and, and and it's about being okay being the bad guy or it's okay be like to be seen in a way that people like dislike you or don't agree like Mars and Leo what I didn't realize it's like if Mars and Leo is activating certain like squares or oppositions in your natal chart it's going to make you want to not be seen for things that make you uncomfortable or not be seen when people are seeing you and disagreeing with what you having to say but Leo is so much about willpower and and pri not pride not being prideful but having pride in your values in your ability to be seen and take up space and it's about remembering to honor ourselves and honor our truth you know I really yes. resonated with what you said about integrity I'm just going to say it. What came to mind that I really feel that I need to share is like it, the, the perfect example that fits with what we're going on, what's going on in society right now. If you don't believe in wearing a mask, mm -hmm. you, go, you guys know where I'm going with this. If you don't believe that wearing a mask is helpful to your health right now, but you're going out and, and doing these things that society is telling you to do, even though you know the truth, mm -hmm. Okay, you need to be standing in integrity. Okay, because the universe is going to have your back and the universe is a lot. It, you should be more scared of the universe than you are of any powers that are run by human beings. Okay, so it's getting to that point where we need to realize, am I going to operate from a stance of power? I'll just be honest, I go outside, and I'm amongst you know, people that don't believe in the same things that I do, but I'm standing on my spot. Like I'm standing on my square and Mars is in Leo. I'm prepared if someone wants to come up and ask me questions to tell them and direct them to Google to do their own research, right? Because I don't need to stand in the sun and explain things to you that you can have full access to if you just choose to do your own research. Gemini, right? information. Exactly. The mm -hmm. There's a plethora of information on social media, on, you know, as I said, Google, on all of these sites and resources that can help you to learn more about strengthening your stance, right? And what you believe in. And sometimes you may need to engage in um, taking action to be brave and courageous in what you believe in. But so what? That just means that you're confident in yourself. You have strength in yourself, right? And I'd much rather be someone that goes out for, for believing in myself and being strong in myself and my ideas and what I believe and the research that I know to be true than to just comply because it's the cool thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely think about concepts like this, you know, definitely move in the best way, uh, the most integral way for, your, for yourself, right? Everyone has their own free will. So definitely make your own decisions at this time. But if you're feeling to do something intuitively, 
right? Stand on your square and be Mm -hmm. strong with that and do the necessary research to stand on that stone more firmly and feel more confident with yourself, with this Leo energy, right? Being in the moon. No, that was, that was a mic drop right there. And it it reminds me of the the quote that says, I'd rather uh, die on my feet than live on my knees, you know? And I know it's a little dramatic, but boom, yes. We're talking about Leo. We live for the drama, right? It's, it's real. You know, you don't want to live a life of being subservient and being on your knees. You want to be able to stand for something and say, you know what? I, I died for something I, I believed in, or I, I was criticized for something I genuinely believe in. Like that takes more courage and strength, like you said, than it is to live a life like of uh, in a subservient, submissive position. And so interestingly enough, going on to, um, so Wednesday, right, we have the sun and Gemini's uh, in conjunct or quincunx Pluto, which is reminder retrograde right now in Capricorn. And so this relationship between these two planets is the axis of oration and networking. So it made me think about how we have potentially been hindering ourselves and self-sabotaging ourselves by not putting ourselves out there. And even kind of what we were just saying, there are communities, right? I think right now what we've seen in social with social media is that it's being used as a tool of divisiveness and division um, and allowing people to only resonate on the level of people who think the exact same thing. Or if not that, then it's to see the complete polar opposite and not really understanding that there's still a variety. Remember, Gemini, mutable, right? A variety of information out there and that there are communities of people for you to connect with. And, you know, am I the only one who didn't? No, you're not. Am I the only one who think? No, you're not. It's It might be hard or social media might make it feel like everyone is against you or no one really values or thinks or believes the same things. But how are we able to put ourselves out there? How are we assess- sabotaging ourselves by not putting ourselves out there and that resonated with me I was sitting here typing this this morning and I was like dang my own edges <laughs> I'm ripping my own edges out because you know how are you know by not sharing our gifts or making our own unique contributions working our own unique magic we're delaying our transformation the personal transformation of others in our sphere of influence and then we're also um delaying the transformation of alignment in higher timelines for the collective right we are mm-hmm, we're unique manifestations of the divine and we're placed here for a reason to be able to speak our experiences speak our truth speak our our insights that other people you know the world values it the world needs it and so um Oftentimes, instead of here, when instead of sharing our light with the world, we get stuck in either gossip, right? The other side of Gemini, we get stuck in the idle gossip, the social media, the drama. Oh well, my family got going on. Oh well, you heard what happened in the neighborhood. Oh well, you heard what happened with such and such. You know, I can't, I can't take the time to do this, or I can't take the time to do this. I got this going on, or so and so got this, or I got to help such and such with this. We get caught up in the restlessness, but also not really going anywhere energy of Gemini instead of understanding and recognizing and honoring our unique ability to share our gifts and so it made me think about that like how are we not allowing ourselves to to network and to meet meet like-minded individuals that are going to only help us um, elevate even more and so whatever we are putting before ourselves and doing the work is what is keeping us from the transformative experiences that we need to grow. So 
being mindful of how we may be shooting ourselves in the foot by not using this time to really communicate our thoughts or ideas. Well, this is what I'm envisioning. This is what I want to see. And being able to build a community of like-minded people around that, because as we go into the rest of the week, I'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about the sudden cancer, communities are going to be very, very, very important having a tribe, having a community, having people that you feel safe and feel a sense of home around because shit's about to get crazy, y'all. So I'll leave it that for now. <laughs> and I want to hear what you have to say about this transit on, on Wednesday before we move forward. But it's, it's going to be a crazy summer. I'm just going to say that. Super crazy. Like, <laughs> okay, sorry, let me focus. Okay, so on Wednesday with the sun in Gemini, Queen Kong seeing the Pluto, um, Pluto in Capricorn, which is actually retrograde. Um, this is a Ten of Swords, Queen Kong seeing the Judgment Quad and the Devil. So on this Mercury Day, right, take time to assess the quality of your thoughts, especially regarding the different areas of your life, okay? So look at all the different areas of your life. Is there a decision that you're not making when it comes to allowing certain toxic habits to die so that you can elevate yourself? right? What has a hold on you on this day? And even before this day, right? Obviously that exists due to a lack of decision-making and being consistent. This is a great day to kind of assess those things. Like I said, we're about to come into, the sun is about to move into cancer. So this, I feel like this last week that we're going through, especially in this energy of um, Gemini, while the sun is still in Gemini, it's like, all right, check yourself here, check yourself here. Have you checked this? Da da da. Like it's kind of helping you to revise um, the energy of sun and Gemini and use it constructively towards really ending those cycles. Like I said, we had that solar eclipse in Gemini. How do you need to embrace a new cycle of the way that you're communicating with yourself and all? Also releasing with this Ten of Swords, any mental cycles that are done now, right? So what has a hold on you that exists due to a lack of decision-making and being able to be consistent with yourself? Have you been causing yourself anxiety with this Ten of Swords because you know the risk of this toxic behavior, yet you still cannot let it go? We've all we all have something in some area of our life that is a bit hard to actually release fully. So during this transit, the creator, right? The universe divine is bringing attention to whatever needs to be conquered on a deep level. And this is where you remember that phrase of the walk is never done. The healing is never done. There's always something that you can heal. And with this judgment card in reverse, being in this devil energy, there is some deep transformational power waiting on you to um, access it based on you breaking through and changing how you talk to yourself. What is your mental state like in this specific area that needs to be ended, okay? It's the 10 of swords, it's reached the climax and it needs to be, now you need to start over, okay? So bring attention to whatever needs to be conquered on a deep level, okay? Um, I'm really seeing, to be honest, I can't lie to you all, refusal to address this may result in an impact on your physical health because of this quincunx that's happening, okay? So if you continue to avoid this transformation that the divine is pointing out to you that you're receiving downloads about, okay? In this, and because the sun is in Gemini, you're, you know, you're receiving the, the downloads, you're receiving this information intuitively um, 
more or less at a faster rate, right? Mercury is the planet that rules this Gemini energy. So if you continue to avoid those messages, right? So hearing the downloads and taking the action, right? May be one of the last times that you hear this message so clearly until receipt season, which is Virgo, okay? It's because you're literally going to have the end of the sun being in Gemini. And then the next time you're going to be able to really get clear on how you're being communicated with, with divine is going to be Virgo season. Okay. When it's time to pull out the receipts and show you like, this is why you're experiencing this with your health. Virgo rules the health, right? So this is why you're um, having this consequence in the area of your health because you kept ignoring this download. You kept ignoring the signs. You know what this toxic habit is. It's been revealed to you, but are you gonna continue to ignore it? Or are you going to start incorporating healthier routines? And we're gonna talk about that more when the moon is in Virgo tomorrow, okay? Um, but think about that. Stop ignoring the divine because they're not to be ignored. Divine doesn't play. I don't know who, like, okay, I'm gonna digress here. but. The universe is not playing around. The earth is resetting as we look around. If you look in these different countries, all the volcano explosions that you've seen, the flooding that has happened earlier this year, all these things that are happening on the earth to basically show us and signal to us that we are going through a change, right? The poles, right? There's so many things going on to show us and warn us. Are you taking heed of those messages and of those warnings? Or are you ignoring them for the sake of this, for the sake of the devil? So think about this and contemplate it in whatever area of your life that you know you need to make this decision. And this transit can definitely assist you in seeing um, and experiencing possibly the stress of that, but it's only to help promote the change that is necessary and that needs to happen. All right. So let's go on to Thursday with the moon in Virgo. Yeah, so that was, that was beautifully said. I just, I'm, this week is bringing up so many thoughts. This Gemini energy has me like, I could say so many yes. things. Um, and so moving on with um, Thursday, we have the moon in Virgo squaring Mercury again, which is retrograde in Gemini. So the square between Gemini and Virgo is the access of information and analysis. And I just, I think that I just want to keep hitting that home because I really feel like information is a huge theme for this week and this season and going into the summer as well. Like we go, we, we're, we're going to start seeing, you know what I mean? Cancer's cardinal. There's going to be new beginnings that are based on the energy that we've been putting out there and manifesting and meditating on thus far. So um, with this square between Virgo and, and Gemini, it's about information and analysis. So our emotions are going to be preoccupied in the details, right? Critiquing, perfecting, fixing, sorting, etc. But we have to pause and think like, are we really listening to the message? And have we lost sight of the bigger picture? And it gave me two images. Um, there's a style of art that's done by it's I think it's stippling when you just use like dots, right? And essentially, it's like, when you move further away from it, you're able to see what image the dots are actually casting versus if you're looking at it really, really up close, it just looks like a random assortment of dots. But sometimes you need that space, that taking a step back to gain perspective about the small details that you're fixating over and analyzing over. And the other imagery that I got was thinking about like an artist, right? 
who's painting this giant mural and has been hyper-focused on this like tiny small part of it for the last five hours and is being super critical or perhaps like self-deprecating about how it's coming out like oh I don't know the shading isn't really how I want it isn't how I envisioned it da, 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 da. when you just need to like take a step back if you're able to take a step back you would see the masterpiece that is the mural as a whole that they've been working on for whatever days weeks months and understand that that part even though it's it's important it's important to not miss the details I think Virgo can get stuck on that perfectionism and no and like obsessing over the details when I'm like the details is part of a much larger whole that serves a greater purpose you know is this mural in in tribute of someone is this mural to uplift the community is this mural to remind us about our ancestry and our heritage and where we came from right using this mural example like what is the bigger picture of the work that we're doing um and that I really need to hear that for myself because I have, you know, as having a Capricorn stellium, I resonate a lot with Virgo energy about wanting every single step of the process to be perfect and to be just right. But sometimes we miss the bigger goals and picture of what we're working towards when we are only fixating on the details um, and on the critique, especially when it's self-criticism. And so, you know, perhaps we haven't been giving the bigger picture enough attention and we're only, only focusing on what we're choosing to fixate on, what people see or what other people care about. But before critiquing, before analyzing, before adding your two cents, assess again, assess, assess, assess the reliability of the information you are receiving. And I want to say, especially with this transit, I just think a lot about COVID again, um, because we have Virgo is about hospitals, health, herbalism, medicine, pharmacy, right? All these big themes. And while Gemini rules the lungs and also rules information as well as misinformation. So I think just again, and a lot of themes that are coming up um, in the news, just be mindful before you use it as an assumption. Well, I know this, so this is why I'm doing this, or I know this, like, do you know? Like, where are these facts that you're taking so closely as truth coming from? Who wrote them? What's their angle? What's their perspective? What's their self-interest? Who are they funded by? What's their purpose? Like, doing the due diligence of, if we're going to focus on the details, don't focus on ourselves. Let's not be self-deprecating. Let's focus on the details about where we're getting the information that therefore builds our truth and our, our, our reality and how we choose to exist and act within this reality. So that's what I have for Thursday um so we can keep moving forward but what do you have in the tarot when it comes to uh this the square between virgo and gemini yeah so with the moon and virgo squaring off with mercury and gemini which is actually still retrograde right this is the high priestess and the hermit squaring off with the magician in reverse and the lover so for me this was coming out in more of like a relationship situation so are you hiding your true feelings around potentially isolating yourself from a relationship? Do you feel that you need to take time alone to yourself to recharge possibly and incorporate more self-love in your routines that you have? Are you realizing that maybe the routine you have created for yourself involves constantly being of service to everyone else, right? That you're in a relationship with, but not with yourself. This is what I was seeing in the tarot for this transit. So this may be a point where you speak up for yourself and say enough is enough, right? For the sake of finally following your own path and that flame, 
right? Because in the hermit card, there's a flame that he's holding and walking into that isolation for the sake of his own mastery. So I'm also seeing that because you may have chosen to isolate yourself from a situation with a partner or perhaps a lover, in this retrograde season, especially with Mercury being retrograde, they're reaching out, right? Or you are reaching out to revisit a situation because there's been an analysis that one or both of you have been doing in that isolative time and you want to perhaps talk about it. You want to perhaps communicate about it, revisit the situation. So whether this is how you're feeling specifically on this day or this is the other person, the feeling is looking kind of unrequited with this square, right? So during this transit, maybe you or the other person are only playing the good memories and not really acknowledging the potential lies and deceit that caused you or that other person to walk away in the first place, right? It's kind of like, playing a rerun in your mind and you're only playing the good parts of the movie. You're not playing the whole thing, right? So if you feel an urge to text an ex-best friend or an ex-lover on today, uh, even a family member that you may not be in the best terms with right now, I would advise based on this transit and what I'm seeing that you sit with yourself and assess the good and the bad of the communication that you had together rather than being led by impulse, okay? Because someone may not be ready for the receipts that someone else could pull on them, okay? If they decide to actually reach out before properly planning and preparing right? And being a little bit more organized. So um, I thought that was really interesting how I kind of saw the relationship more intimate scale and you covered like more of the expansive area. Um, but someone, you know, definitely needed to hear this message. So um, yeah, I, I think that on Thursday, this could definitely be uh, something that comes up, even if it's unexpected during this retrograde season for Mercury, if you haven't experienced this already. And so moving on to Friday, we have the moon in Libra is sextiling Mars and Leo. And so I'm really excited for this day. So um, to give a quick, uh, goodness gracious, quick summary between for this uh, transit before I read y'all something, uh, the sextile between Leo and Libra is called, you know, the access of art and romance. So this is about allowing yourself to be seen and to be self-confident. Remember you brought up confidence before. That's why I was like really excited uh, for like the end of the week. It's about allowing yourself to be confident in relationships or even the way that you view relationships. So initially what I had thought of was someone who may not have felt like a priority in their past relationships or someone may have justified the way that they hurt you um, deeply, you know, when you were in a relationship with them and those wounds keep you still today from even wanting to put yourself out there and be open to finding a new relationship. But in search of new, um, but in search of new relationships, if, or, I'm sorry, if you are start, if you're going to be starting a new relationship, or if you're in a relationship that you're seeking to then take to a deeper level of commitment or intimacy, ask yourself if they are dating the real you. And to ask yourself if you even know the real you or are you jumping into yet another relationship with this moon in Libra, right? Um, to avoid doing that work of allowing yourself to see yourself for who you really are. So 
I just reposted something to my story on Instagram that I'm going to redraw real quick the caption that I feel like encapsulated this transit so well that it just resonated with me when I saw it a few weeks ago and I'm glad I saved it because it just captures this transit perfectly so if y'all want to read along or or look at what I'm reading off of I just posted it on my story on Instagram so Sarah Jakes Roberts on Instagram says I thought the goal was to be easy to love patient, understanding, humble, and selfless. Don't cause any issues and don't be insecure. Do whatever it takes to be easy to love. Hide your scars, minimize your insecurities, ignore your fears, project confidence, even if it's not real. Great for the socials, but terrible for the soul. It's too much twisting, turning, and contorting just to appear as a perfect picture, for a, per a picture perfect version of someone who is easy to love. Don't trust the whisper that says you're too complicated to be fully embraced. Instead, dare to let that person in. Trust that they can handle both your incredible and your complicated. Let the love force you to be vulnerable and to come undone. Avoid the temptation to push them away and dare to believe that you deserve to be seen. Yes, you in all of your messy, chaotic, wounded, beautiful, and glorious pieces. When you attempt to be simple, you lose your value. Loving you is expensive. That part is true, but you're not asking for anything you're not willing to give in return. Don't oversimplify your existence out of the fear that love will diminish. Real love doesn't demand that you be easy because real love is not easy to lose. And so I feel like that just whew, gave me chills when I saw it a few weeks ago. Um, and it just really resonated deeply for me when it comes to, you know, some people are serial daters. But it's like, you know, how are you avoiding the inner work that you need to be doing? And like, are they even really dating the real you if you don't know who that person is and you haven't taken time and energy to uncover um, and let that person shine and be seen, like making sure the partnerships that we're in allow us to really show up and be our, our complex and complicated selves is what I really got from that transit. Um, and I just think that energy is really beautiful because you know, it resonated with me and I feel like it resonates with people in the collective of things that we're going through right now because, you know, we went through a cycle of loneliness, like dating in the middle of a pandemic was not easy. People were lonely, isolated. People have changed into completely different people over the past, you know, year and a half. So now that people are kind of coming back outside, relationships are flourishing again. Um, it's, you know, are we reintroducing the world to who we are now and giving our space ourselves space to evolve and grow and be in a continual space of getting to know the person that we're becoming is what I was getting for Friday. So what does this transit look like before we uh, kind of close off with the weekend? Yes, I love that. I love what you just said. Like, I love that whole thing. Like, that literally hits it on the head. And that was kind of the energy that I was seeing as well. So on Friday with the moon and Libra, Libra sextiling Mars and Leo in the tarot, this is the two of swords sextiling the seven of wands energy. So with the two of swords, there may be a decision that you need to make to be more confident in yourself and stand your ground, right? This could be a tough choice that you're having to make. And by choosing yourself, you are confirming to the universe, right? That you have faith 
and to others in your environment that you can stand your ground with the seven of wands energy. So continue to take those actions that serve you and your passions, right? Um, exactly as you touched on Nikki with um, that beautiful message that you recited, it being willing to expose the fullness of who you are, regardless of all of that um, chaos that may go on in your mind about self-acceptance, um, right? From someone else that you're in a relationship with, okay? So instead of being stressed with inaction due to ignoring your intuition and placing the options of others in front of your own, don't miss out on this opportunity to really experience good fortune as you're moving forward with this Mars and Leo representing the seven of staffs, you have every right to stand on the firm ground of who you are and where you see yourself going. If you feel that you need to speak up about something that's on your mind, like Nikki said, that if with someone that you're in a relationship with or a partnership with, make yourself heard, let that be known, okay? Um, this energy is going to obviously with the square um, provide, or sorry, with the sextile, it's gonna be a great opportunity for you to have good fortune. You may share your mind or share something that you're thinking or share a part of yourself that you're not used to exposing to other people that may be well-received. Like you may expose some part of yourself and then your partner's like, damn, that's sexy. Like damn okay rare like you know what's that instagram thing where like the lions roar like the girl was like rare and then the guy was like you know you know like, that's literally mars and leo that's what's popping in my head like the the guys you're roaring like telling someone how you really feel and then they're like rare like i like it you know feisty mommy i like that's how i'm feeling so don't be afraid to stand on your stone. Don't be afraid, even if in the face of adversity, you're the only one on your side in opposition because you are within your full right as a human being this lifetime, right? And having that free will to stand on your square. So definitely do that uh, with this Mars and Leo energy, um, representing the seven of wands, supporting you, especially on a day like today um, for Friday's energy. Um, yeah, that's what I'm really seeing for, for this position. But let's get into the weekend for Saturday before uh, the sun enters cancel on Sunday. I love that you mentioned that about kind of being on your own or it's about the individual because it flows so beautifully into Saturday because, again, we have the moon and Libra opposite Chiron and Aries. So this is literally about the standalone complex and the wounds that we have. So it's kind of like... Um, we're seeing the progression of fire, right? We start with Aries. What is the wound around self? You know, when were we told that we take up too much space or who we are is too much or not enough or we're too much of this or why we can't be like this or why can't we be like this person? You know, where did those wounds stem from? And then it's almost like Leo, like Mars and Leo is is almost a mirror of that. Like, how do we project from a space of feeling like we're either too much or not enough? And how are we either overcompensating or feeling inferior or, or undercompensating and selling ourselves short because we don't feel like we deserve to take the stage. So it's, it's that progression of the fire energy um, that I'm seeing as well. So uh, Saturday we have the moon and Libra is gonna be opposite Chiron and Aries. And so, you know, our subconscious emotions with that moon energy 
versus our wounds about regarding ourselves. You know, it's it's are we prioritizing emotional harmony and our relationships with other people and kumbaya and I don't want to rock the boat. Or it's like, no, actually, this is a value that I have that I'm going to stand firm because this is who I am and this is what I require as a person, right? These are my new boundaries. These are my new expectations. And we're not over prioritizing, you know, the harmony of the relationships around us. And again, we're going to talk about that in a, a few minutes when we talk about Sunday and cancer and community, but it's allowing yourself to sometimes the people that you're around are not your community just because you're in close proximity. So it's allowing yourself to, to be the odd one out to be the person who's like, No, I don't agree. No, I don't want to do that. Or actually, yes, I do feel this way about this when everyone else says no, you know, it's those wounds. So with this transit on Saturday, it's about utilizing love, will, and emotional intelligence to heal our wounds around finding and asserting ourselves. And it's this balance between codependency and hyper-independence, you know, not being the contrarian for the sake of it. I think Aries can just be very impulsive about like, no, I'm going to do it this way. No, I'm going to do it this way. No, I want to do it. But it's like, why? They, like, <laughs> they don't have a rhyme or reason. They just want to kind of be a contrarian or they just want to be the first or they just want to be the only one or they just want the recognition or the credit or they just can't sit still and they have nothing better to do so they have to continue to be cardinal and to initiate but without kind of rhyme or reason or direction so it's still moving with intention um and not just being hyper independent it is taking other people into account other people into consideration but then not also allowing our relationships to make us codependent and in search of validation from the people around us like you gotta what are you gonna do when the people around you stop clapping or are too busy to clap, or are too busy to notice, or have their other things going on, or they change. They went from a supporter to a hater. Now what, you're going to stop believing in yourself because you don't have people around you telling, keep going, girl, you got this, you're great, oh my gosh, uh, you know, like, you don't really have anyone to share that success with right now, so you're going to stop, or are you going to continue and, and be the, the soldier and continue to, like, fight for the things that you believe in? That's why it's so important to have values and integrity, because even when it seems like everyone's going against you, that's that's when your why kicks in and that's what the lesson that Aries needs to learn. It's not about moving for the sake of moving. It's still moving with intention, rhyme and reason. So, um, yeah, you know, it's finding balance and healing in the way that we form trauma bonds and toxic relationships with others and false narratives about ourselves. And this is also activating tension in our masculinity. Libra is masculine assertion in our relationships and Aries is masculine assertion in our expression of self. So how are we going to lean on our healthy relationships to utilize those mirrors to help see ourselves clearly and compassionately is really what I'm getting from this transit and so I'm going to leave it at that because I'm excited to talk about the sun and cancer but what is this opposition with our friend uh, Kyra to Aries look like for you on Saturday? Yes our amazing friend Kyra and Aries <laughs> that will not leave us alone there's a lot of wounds that as a collective we need to heal and I think that it's great that we're having these really great transit that we can talk about um, as a collective right um, so with this transit happening on Saturday with the moon and Libra opposing Chiron and Aries this is the two of swords in the tarot opposing the Chiron in Chiron in the emperor energy 
So in what areas of your life are you doubting yourself and that ability that you have to make decisions from that place of power, right, with this emperor card, instead of the wound, right, that you may be focusing on primarily? How can you really decipher between your intuition and your fears a bit better? What is a fear that I'm acting on and what am I acting on based on what my intuition is attempting to help me with, okay? You only have one mind, guys, and if it's constantly torn, it can affect the ability that you have to lead other people because you can't even lead yourself in your own mind. So leaders go first. That's the responsibility of a leader. You need to also be able as a leader to maximize the effects of everyone that you're leading. So how can you do that if your mind is constantly torn, right? That includes sharing our journey to healing and harmony. It's really great to go on social media and to repost certain things that you see that are true and, you know, add your certain like routine in terms of health. But how are you getting on and really sharing your journey a bit more, being a bit more exposed to the healing work that you have done, talking about it, right? Making it known, okay? To uh, create that healing and harmony in your own life. Also, um, out of those partnerships that you've had in your life now, how can you learn from them? This transit also happened in April, right? The week of the, on the 25th, I believe, the same um, transit happened. So, uh, think from that time till now, what trends maybe came up or what changes you have made and showing or sharing more of your journey, especially when it comes to your relationships and partners, partnerships with this two of swords energy, okay? Um, share that information, open up and set your mind free instead of feeling like you have to keep this information in your mental space and from the world, okay? With this moon um, in Libra, trust your intuition to tell you which partnerships you can trust with certain secrets and information that can help promote healing in your life at this time, uh, especially during this transit and allow yourself to really tap into this emperor energy, okay? Um, the root and heart chakra are definitely um, chakras that I would say you recite info, um, affirmations um, on today if you have a rising routine, definitely implement some root and some heart chakra affirmations. They will be really lovely in assisting you in walking with this energy um, and in this opposition because it may seem like there's a confrontation, but there's really a lot of um, room for agreement here in how you're feeling in your mental space and how you're showing up for your journey, your healing, and the collective as well in a, as a leader, okay? Um, so let's take that into consideration and let's go into Sunday. Let's talk about this setting, Cancer. <laughs> Ciao on Sunday. We got, we got a lot <laughs> going on on Sunday. We got, oh my God. <laughs> we got the summer solstice, which is always like, it's, it's always a bittersweet day for me because summer is by far my favorite season. All my Sagittarius energy be activating in the summer and the sun and the warmth of the tan and the fruit and being outside, you know, I just be thriving. And so June 20th is the longest day of the year. So it's definitely a day I'm saying go outside y'all plan something, be outside, like soak up every second of the sun because after June 20th, that's where like the bittersweetness comes in. It's like the days get progressively shorter and shorter and shorter by the minute until we got December 20th and 21st is the shortest day or like the least amount of sunlight of the year. So it's like, we've kind of been building our way up until June. So it's like, I I don't know you know go on go to the beach like stay out till sunset stay out all day until it's dark like really enjoy the fact that 
this is the most sun that we'll get you know throughout the year like I'm just really excited but I was just like oh no like it's gonna start setting earlier and earlier progressively but um, we have that going on on Sunday we also have um, Jupiter's retrograde child and it's it's just it's a mess <laughs> I feel like already you know we've I think we've talked about that which is why I want to focus a little bit more on the sun and cancer but we talked a lot about both sides of Jupiter energy you know it's it's known as the great benefic and um you know abundance and prosperity and wealth and blessings but it's also overindulgence it's greed it's exaggeration it's not understanding moderation it's gluttony it's overconsumption. it's it's a lot right it's just it's going to bring expansion to whatever um it is you know for some people that might even be like weight gain you know what i mean just think of anything negative that could be expanded and when we're thinking about pisces you know we did talk about um drug use and abuse um, I, I, I still think that that will continue to be a, a theme that stays with the collective for a while about overindulgence, about seeing how we're shifting as individuals, how the paradigms are shifting around us. Some people, you know, it's sink or swim. That's why I think with these Leo transits and you're talking about the strength card, like that's why I, you know, I love that, that it's like we have to be strong of mind, strong of spirit, strong of faith, because, you know, there's some of us that I'm Unfortunately, you know, we we have moments of weakness or we have moments that we feel like we can't push through and and some that's where people resort to numbing people don't want to sit with the discomfort people don't want to sit with the things that the universe is pointing us to and it's revealing some ugly truth Jupiter as well as you know a lot about um, you know, it's like shamanism and seeing things that are behind the veil, seeing the truth. And the truth isn't always pretty. The truth isn't always comforting. It's not what we wanted to hear. It's a lot of times we have to sit down and be like, well, what the hell do I do now <laughs> that I know the truth? How do I reconcile with my entire life, my entire existence as I've lived it through thus far? You know, it's not always a pretty thing to be someone, you know, my, my chart ruler is Jupiter. So it's something that I'm very familiar with of like, sometimes the truth doesn't make things better. You know, it doesn't, I always believe it does in the long run, but for our emotional preservation, which I'm going to get into in a second with the sun going into cancer, it sucks. You know, it really sucks because we're, we're human and there's a part of us that don't want to embrace mutability. We have fixed aspects about ourselves. We have cardinal aspects where when the going gets rough, oh, I'm going to just start a new relationship. Oh, I'm going to just move to this. Oh, I'm just going to start this. It's like, where, what are we running from? You know, so it's like, it's not always going to feel comfortable or happy or pleasant. But what I really want to get into uh, is the sun and cancer that, you know, we're shifting from this masculine, mercur mercurial, mutable air sign energy of Gemini to a more feminine moonlight cardinal water sign of Cancer. So the semi-sextile, I, I just wanted to analyze the relationship between Gemini and Cancer to see, you know, how is the story shifting, right? What, what is the next act um, leaving off of, building off of, right? So Gemini and Cancer are semi-sextile, and this is the access um, of access, excuse me, of fluctuation and community. So when we think about political um, or like event astrology charts, the moon uh, typically symbolizes the people, 
you know, so the moon rules cancer. So anytime that you're casting a chart for a political event or anything that has to do with, with people, when you tend to look at the moon for how it's impacting the people, how the people are responding, how the people are being affected. So it really makes me think about as we're moving into cancer season, people are going to be con uh, forming communities based on the conversations they had and the information they received in Gemini season. So whether that's true or or not marketing has the power of making people feel deeply about things and emotionally connecting to these ideals and what i mean about marketing is anything's marketed right people always have a sub uh, subconscious uh self-interest or or bias you know i feel like these days sadly there's very few uh neutral sources of information left that have no real agenda or bias or funding from someone who's very personally invested in something that prevents them from being unbiased right so i think it's um the way that materials and information are even marketed to us it's to really pull on our heartstrings like you know you don't think that people choose every word very carefully the colors the font the placement the the music used in the background of a commercial it's really all to resonate with our emotions and our subconscious as deeply as possible and so cancer season is really showing us that all this programming of information that we've had, we're now, we now feel a way about it to the point where we're willing to base our community and our emotional security on this information that we've received as to how we should be living our lives or the world that we are living in. And so um we are now entering a season of the emotional forefront where we have a tendency to be possessive over our own emotions and feelings for the sake of self-preservation but as we head into cancer season and then leo season which is you know that fixed energy um, we're not going to be immutable energy for a while let's not forget the lesson of flexibility adaptability, change, and analysis that Gemini season has taught us. And that sometimes the greatest truths we need to face are the ones that really trigger us and make us emotionally uncomfortable and understanding that discomfort isn't bad. It's just pointing you <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's pointing us to alignment um, and not using that discomfort as running away and simply like numbing ourselves from that. So that's what I got for Sunday. A lot going on. Um, and I really want to hear what you what you have to say. What are your take on Jupiter going retrograde and then the sun moving into cancer? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Where do I start? Okay, just I'm gonna take a breath. Okay, because my Gemini is rising. Okay. So on Sunday, with all that's going on with the summer solstice, it's also Father's Day on Sunday, okay, Jupiter's going retrograde, and then we have the sun entering Cancer. So the um, Jupiter retrograde in the Tarot is represented by the Nine of Cups in the reverse, and the sun entering Cancer is the sun card, literally entering the energy of the chariot. So um I just got this visual while Nikki was speaking of Mortal Kombat. And I don't even know the character that has like the chain. I think it's like the scorpion. And like, he's like sinking his arrow into like his, um, the chain into someone and then yanking on them, like, get over here. Like that type of energy was kind of what I was seeing mentally um, as a download, as Nikki was speaking. Cause the nine of cups, 
that energy in reverse does speak of a lot of materialism as Nikki spoke about, right? That greed and also illness. So I feel like some people this summer that think that they about to be outside, okay? They could be getting like, like literally yanked. Like spirit is kind of like, it's yanking season. Y'all like kind of like, okay, a mom, think of a mom when all the children are like, oh, we're about to go outside. The weather's nice. Like, you know, it's time to go and play with all of our friends. And then all of a sudden your mom's like at the door, like, where are you going? Like, you didn't do your chores. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Like this Jupiter retrograde is kind of giving me that energy of revising like, where you feel that um, certain dreams are being exposed, like kind of like that energy of being snatched by the wig, like, whoop, I really thought I was about to go and do something now that it's summer season, but I have some work to do. So some people I feel with this Jupiter retrograde happening at on the same day, literally of the summer solstice and while summer, um, the sun is entering cancel, some people are going to get snatched in terms of like, especially spiritually with um, doing the emotional work that it takes to be able to enjoy this time, this summertime, right? Um, with the sun entering Cancer, as I said, this is the sun card in the Tarot entering the energy of the chariot. So there is a lot of victory for people that have been doing the work on their inner child. As you can see on a lot of sun cards, there's that child that's on the bull kind of like doing that stance with his arms like yay, right? There's that abundance that's coming to you. Um, I There's a red ribbon coming from the sun to the bull in my um, deck here for the Miss Cleo deck. So this is people that have worked on that root chakra energy, people that have worked on that energy of stability, right? Right? that energy of believing in their self and knowing that they're stable and grounded in their own energy, having that victory based on, as Nikki touched on with us coming um, out of Gemini season, um, kind of asking who has embraced duality, okay? Because with the chariot, you see the light and the dark aspect, but even though you're going forward to complete victory in a sense. So during this transit and obviously during cancer season, I can see some, some wigs getting snatched. I can see some dreams getting exposed. Um, Nikki, while you were talking as well, um, that song with Cardi B came out as well. Um, what's the guy, um, not Quavo, what's the other one? But um, doing an offer clout, okay? So I feel like there may be a lot of people exposed um, in the industry, just um, that kind of created a dream and everyone thought, oh, I, I would have never expected this type of news because you know their relationship or their life just seemed so dreamy. Like I was actually, they were actually goals to me. They were someone that I could really see myself being or like, not even being, but I could see my life kind of turning out in a similar way to theirs. But during the season, during summertime, there's some information that comes out to expose um, the fact that they were maybe in, in, uh, involved in some type of greed or materialism and they weren't doing the work that was important. Yes, material objects help us to feel more luxury in our life, but we need to be doing the emotional work in order to remain in that abundant frequency, right? So how many people have um, are going to be disappointed this season, okay? 
Um, also, I'm feeling like fairy tales are being exposed. So what kind of fairy tales have you created in your mind towards the work that you were supposed to have been doing up until summer season that now that it's hitting, you're expecting to run outside the house without doing your chores, without taking care of your internal well-being and emotional well-being, okay? Because it's cancer season. So people's emotions are about to be more felt. Your intuition is about to be heightened, okay? Um, um, definitely take that into consideration. If you need to um, be in a position of understanding or sitting with your emotions, okay, in order for you to take that cardinal energy and use it constructively to start building things the right way, this is still another opportunity. The creator and divine always are going to give us opportunities to be able to work on ourselves, even though if it's a square, we might feel tension, right? There's still an opportunity that we have. Earlier this week, I mentioned that with um, the um, Pluto in Capricorn, Queen Kung Sing, Sun in Gemini. So before this Sunday hit, right? Before Sunday next week, you're going to have opportunities before the sun enters cancer the week of to be able to work through some things, guys, especially emotionally. Jupiter has been in retrograde. So yes, you've been able to dream and you've been able to um, expect those dreams to come true for you based on the belief that you have. But now that it's going retrograde, you need to reevaluate where those dreams could have been rooted more in materialism than actually doing the work to maintain that from a place of power due to your connection with self, due to the work that you've done on your shadow, the power that you've been able to get in getting more confident with your inner child, right? Working through any of that trauma. So I really feel like people that haven't been doing the work before this summertime, it's happening before the sun is entering and cancel, um, they're really kind of getting, their wig is getting snatched, they're getting yanked, okay? Um, just gonna be honest. So um, this is gonna be an interesting cancer season, like there's a lot more to come. Um, this is gonna be a really uh, crazy summertime, right? Um, so I would really highly suggest before Sunday, if there's any downloads, any intuitive messages that you need to sit with yourself and uh, really work through, journal out, do some things, do some of that walk, okay? Um, definitely do that so that by the time this Sunday is coming, this energy is not going to feel as heavy for you and you'll be able to reevaluate and look over some things that this retrograde in Jupiter is, um, is showing you um, without having that greed, without having possible illness come on because you are maybe too indulgent in those um, kind of forms of escapism with that Pisces energy as well. Um, but that's what I'm seeing. It's a really exciting time. Um, but make sure that you're doing the work because your emotions, your intuition, all of those things um, are definitely going to be um, a lot more um, at, a, at a higher scale with that cancer energy with the sun being there. Thank you so much for joining us for another week of Astro Tea. We enjoyed your energy so thoroughly and look forward to seeing you guys next Sunday. Please be sure to play the song of the week, The Way by Ariana Grande featuring Mac Miller. And please follow us on Clubhouse. We have our Astro Tea Room um, and on Instagram to catch up with us between episodes. We also do have a podcast. So everything that we went over today will be available to you on our podcast, which is Astro Tea. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and more. Um, so definitely tap in with us. We love you all and have a terrific week, guys.